Hello, friends, and welcome to the Exploring Washington State podcast. My name is Scott Cowan, and I'm the host of the show. Each episode, I have a conversation with an interesting guest who is living in or from Washington State. These are casual conversations with real and interesting people. I think you're going to like the show. So let's jump right in with today's guest. All right, Brandon, you're back for your second time. I don't know if I should say I'm sorry or welcome back or both, but Brandon Fralick, you're back. Today, we're going to talk about, we're doing this out of order, man. We you, This is your first book. It's the second edition, Beer Hiking Pacific Northwest. Your website, Beers at the Bottom. I got it. I'm sorry. That's just an awesome name. And that's what I keep wanting to call the book. Oh, yeah. So, Easily confused. Yeah. So welcome back. Thank you. Now, I should tease you because you got Oregon and Canada in here, but I'm not. I'm actually going to. You started this back, what, like your concept, Beers at the Bottom, like in 2013, right? Yes. So yeah. almost a decade you've been doing this. It's been a long time. And you look like you're 12, so I'm not sure, you know, I'm <laughs> not sure. Than I look. Yeah. So, well, to remind our guests, because they probably won't remember, you're, you're based in Bellingham. You're an author. You do other things. You, you do some stuff for, with us at Explore Washington State. Always appreciate that. Why don't you tell the audience where you got the inspiration for doing this book? Sure. Yeah. So taking it back to 2013, um, my partner and I at the time were at our local bookstore here in, in uh, Bellingham, Village Books, and, you know, just browsing on a rainy day. And we noticed that there were all these hiking guidebooks and each one um, had sort of a theme. There were, you know, waterfall hiking guides. Um, <laughs> you know, creaky knees hiking and all this kind of thing. And, uh, and then nearby, they also had some drinking guides. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you've got your, uh, you know, Pacific Northwest brewery guide next to it or whatever. And I thought, you know, why not combine hiking with beer? Um, that would be kind of fun. That's something, those are two things that I enjoy and that I think a lot of people do naturally. So you go for a hike and then you end up at the brewery afterwards. Uh, who's going to write that guidebook? So I thought, well, let's, let's do that. And uh, of course, I thought it would be a, a easier path to publication than it was. It took several years to get there, but we started by um, starting the blog, Beers at mm -hmm. the Bottom. And so uh, that's that's kind of how that came about, and uh, we just started going for hikes in Bellingham and pairing each trail with uh, a brewery afterwards. So I could make so much fun of that, but just because I'd be like, I just go to the brewery, <laughs> just forget the hike, you know? I'd be like, <laughs> I can have another beer while you're out hiking. No, yeah, I, well, the, you know, the the idea is you earn your beer, Scott. So you, go, <laughs> you get some exercise, and then you go. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's over. You 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 outdoor enthusiasts, it's overrated. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, you, you allude to something. Okay, so you, you had you had you written had nothing that you had done at this point had ever been published, had it? Um, not not really. I mean, we at that time this was just a hobby blog, you know, and mm -hmm. so I wasn't really a writer, or I didn't consider myself to be at that time. I I was actually the one more taking the photos for the blog. Um, it was really a just a starting point. Um, we had to start somewhere and, and, uh, so let's just do this blog and see what happens. It was for fun. Okay. 
put going asking you to go back almost 10 years what was the first blog post what was the first hike in beer pairing so i actually know the answer to this um the first hike was oyster dome uh which is you know a pretty popular bellingham area hike and we paired it with boundary bay brewing here in bellingham uh, and at that time that, and, and even now it's still kind of a, a classic pairing in this area. Okay. All right. I got, I got lots of questions about all of this stuff and some of them are going to be, I'm going to be asking your favorite or least favorite. So I know that these are kind of, you know, subjective. And when I ask you your least favorite, I'm really not asking you to kind of rip on the brewery at all, but let's be honest. Not every beer is something you would like. I might like it. You might not like it. So, you know, so we'll, we're going to tackle some negative stuff too. Well, I apologize in advance uh, for any breweries that we throw No, in. no, and, and that's, but the whole point is like, you might, you might really love a, 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 a hazy IPA and that's not my thing. So if you say, you, you know, I didn't like XYZ Porter, that's fine. I might, you know, it's not, I'm not asking you to say it's a bad beer it's, it as for your palate. Right. We can all agree that there are bad beers though, and you just won't talk about any of them. Yep. Okay. So as the blog goes on and you guys are starting to put this thing together, what, walk me through, what was it like trying to get it published? Yeah. So, um, you know, the blog itself was something that we were just self-publishing. Um, right. And then years later, uh, we kind of got to the point of turning it into a book and, and getting a book deal. So, mm-hmm. That was always the goal, but it but it took quite a long time to get there. Um, the next step from the blog was actually writing for uh, some local magazines. Okay. And again, that was something that I didn't have any experience in, but I reached out to uh, Washington Trails Magazine. That's the Washington Trails Association. They have uh, their own magazine. Mm-hmm. And said, hey, I read about hiking and beer in Bellingham. Um, can I do a story for you? And uh, the editor at the time got back to me and said, yeah, I like that idea. Let's, uh, let's run with it. So, so, okay. you know, that kind of got the ball rolling and you get your first byline in a credible publication like that. And, and, and this was volunteer work. I mean, I wasn't, sure. for it, but, but it was uh, a way to, you know, just kind of move in that direction of, of publishing the book. So, Mm-hmm. Um, did some stories for them. Uh, really enjoyed working with their team there, and uh, that led to other like paid work at other publications. Um, and that's kind of how I got into freelancing and eventually um, to the to the book deal. Okay. How many publishers did you pitch the book to? Uh, none. None. <laughs> yeah. But so, yet it's in my hand. <laughs> How did that happen? Yeah, that is a story. So fair question. I mean, normally you would pitch a book, right? To, yeah. to a bunch of different publishers. Um, in our case, I was already in the process of writing a book proposal, which is basically like a, a business plan um, mm-hmm. for a book. And so part of that process is uh, you research um, competing titles. So other books on the market that are similar to what 
you want to produce. Okay. All right. And I was just Googling, you know, beer and hiking books and, and to see if anything existed. Uh, and I came across uh, this title, Beer Hiking Switzerland. All right. I wasn't expecting that, but uh, I, it, it looked really interesting. And so I, I reached out to the publisher, just sent them an email on the like contact form on their website, you know, and, and said, you know, I'd love to review this book or, or find out more about it. Um, and they got back to me and uh, actually the author got back to me and said, I don't speak English, but I will send you to the <laughs> publisher. <laughs> It was like, it was in like broken English, the email. Um, <laughs> you sure it wasn't an email from me? <laughs> <laughs> and so she connected me to the publisher that is the publisher of our book. And so oh, wow. it was uh, serendipitous. It was being in the right place at the right time and talking to the right people. And because they they had a lot of success with the Switzerland beer hiking concept and they were ready to expand and, and they wanted to do it um, in the U S so okay. they reached out and said, Hey, uh, do you want to hop on a call? Let's talk about this and you can write a book for us. So. Wow. That's yeah. kind of cool. All right. So from, from that phone call to the book being published and when i say published i mean you're done you're waiting on it your words are locked in frozen you're not changing anything the editor has gone through it you're 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 done it's in their hands for printing and all that how long did that take um i want to say probably it was a couple of years yeah okay um, all right so after so once once you've handed it off was it like I don't know. A sense of relief. Yeah. Like, were so, you sick of beer? No. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that we we probably tried over two hundred beers during the research uh, for this book because you know there's fifty uh, breweries that are featured in the first edition of the book, and so each each one we would go to and we would sample more than one beer because you want to you want to showcase the best beer at each brewery so typically we would get a a, a sample tray and those come with what maybe four beers right um, maybe some places we'd go and get a couple pints and share those but i would try at least two beers at each place maybe maybe a few um, okay. and so many beers were drink during, during yeah. the research. All right. Um, all right. Well, all right. Okay. Let's let, we're going to come back to the beer. So help me out. Cause this is kind of an interesting, you know, I, when I talk to authors, it's, it's always interesting to me because I think, I think the public just thinks, you know, I don't know what the public thinks because, you know, like here's this book and you know, I keep holding, no, no one sees this, but I'm holding it up. Right. And, and you put two years of work into the first edition, I'm holding up the second edition, but you're, you put two years of work into this thing and then it's published and it's kind of maybe, is it old news to you? Because 
you've already done it. And now it's new, like it's launched. And now you've got a, like the public say, Oh, this is cool. This is brand new. And you're like, well, unfortunately XYZ brewery is no longer in business or, or <laughs> some, something's changed because that's all out of our control. So two years of writing to getting it to the final version and well, then printing in production. I should, uh, correct you there. Uh, so the two years was actually, the question was about from that phone call we had with the publisher to publication, okay. the okay. writing process was not two years. The writing okay, so process. How long was the writing process? Was about four months. So that's making 200 beers sound more impressive over a four month period. Yeah. <laughs> so, so help me out here. So four months of writing, were you able to use any of your hikes from beers at the, uh, from the beers at the bottom site, or were you out for four months hiking 50 trails and hitting 50 breweries? Um, I would say the majority of it was done in that four month period. We did pull some research from uh, the blog and from other trips that we had taken like the summer before we got the book contract. Okay. Uh, because we'd been in talks with the publisher for a while and we thought, okay, this is moving in the right direction. Let's, let's go on a couple trips and, um, we're going to be hiking and drinking beer anyway. That's what we like to do. So, okay. uh, so it wasn't like it was that, hard work and no, no, not at all. Uh, <laughs> some of that did make it in there, but, but the bulk of the research and writing did happen in a, a four month period okay. in 2016. Okay. So I want to come back to that. <clears throat> keep, keep going on my, my train of thought. <clears throat> Excuse me. So you handed the book off to the publisher. How long then before you saw the book? Okay. So we, we turned everything in at the end of 2016 and the book actually came out in, I think May of 2018. You're so a long process. Yeah. yeah. Why so long? Um, it got held up in publication for unknown reasons to me, but okay. <laughs> basically we turned it in and we didn't hear anything for a long time. Um, that drove me nuts. I, yeah, it was frustrating. I think they, I think the publisher was having a hard time, uh, figuring out their distribution here and oh. also, because they were expanding into the U.S. for the first time. Okay. Um, oh. So there were a lot of uh, moving parts and, and then shipping and all that. It just took a lot longer than expected. Okay. I asked this question of an, of an author. I think it's fair. I can ask you the same question. Where was the first place? Because his answer blew me away, by the way. Uh, and I'll tell you his answer after you give me yours. Where was the first place you saw the actual book on the shelf? I want to say, man, this has taken me back a few years. <laughs> I want to say it was um, uh, brick and mortar books in Redmond, okay. uh, which is a bookstore down there. Um, but around this, it, I mean, it hit shelves, you know, at, at the same time everywhere. And so it, it was there and it was at Bartels and REI. And, and so I like would go around and try to find it in as many stores as I could, you know, it's so exciting as a new author. All right. But I, I'm, I'm disappointed in your answer. 
Oh, no, 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 no. Here's why. Here's why. Because I didn't think you would say it. I thought what he told me, it blew my mind when he told me this. And now it's not quite as interesting. He he saw his, Brad Holden is the guy. And he's written three books about the Seattle area era of prohibition. And they're great books. The first time he saw his first book was at a Bartels. And I'm just like, what? I mean, to me, that just seemed really weird. Like, a book about Seattle, and now granted, Bartels at that time was still locally owned and local, you know, longtime chain of drugstores in Seattle. But I, I was, I was expecting him to say, you know, Barnes and Noble or maybe Elliott Bay Books or something like that, right? Because he's a seller. Yeah. But you say you saw it at Bartels too, so well, Bartels, I would have never thought Bartels would be in big in Washington State books. That's kind of cool, actually. Yeah, you know they're. They've always been kind of like local focused and uh, yeah, they're, they have a book category and they do really seek out local titles. So I had no idea. They, um, they were really great. They actually did a radio ad for our book. Um, And so I could hear like my book title being (laughs) read out over the radio and it was all kind of surreal at that time. That's pretty cool. Right. Yeah, they uh, they were great. They they really promoted it heavily and um, okay. pulled a lot of books for us. Now the book's obviously done well because you came back with a second edition. I haven't looked at the first edition, so you can make stuff up now, and you, I won't be able to fact check you. But what's changed between the first edition and the new edition? Yeah. Okay. So the biggest changes are there are nine new breweries. And three new trails. And that is because, um, you know, the book came out in 2018, and then a few years have gone by, and there's this pandemic thing that happened. So more breweries closed than trails during that time, um, just because. <laughs> Sorry, I should laugh. Yeah, okay. Right, but some we we lost a few breweries um so we've went we went through the whole book and uh updated breweries as needed now Um, was that when you updated a brewery did you go and you did you go and sit down at the new brewery and sample everything did you do the hike again or did you just did you cheat and do what i would do which is go to the brewery a little bit of both um we, I would say for most of them, we did actually go to the brewery. So I, I can give you some examples um, in Washington, but there were a couple that we didn't make it to uh, just because of time constraints. And so um, they're in there and I'm not going to tell you which ones I haven't been to. Okay. <laughs> or maybe right. we can. I mean, if that would be an interesting well, story. Uh, actually, it might be. Yeah. So <clears throat> are there any Washington state breweries that you haven't been to? That are in the book. And that are in the book. Um, okay, let me look at my new list here. So I've got, uh, okay, here's a good one. Packwood Brewing, which is in the town of Packwood <laughs> by uh, Mount Rainier there. Yep. Um, I have not been there, and it's in the book. Uh, when we did the updates for this book, uh, that was earlier this year, I think January, February. We had a pretty, 
quick turnaround time on it. And the weather was not great for like taking a road trip to Mount Rainier. Right. <laughs> so it wasn't practical um, okay. at the time for us to go down there. But uh, we really did want to include them because, um, you know, they're the closest trail or the closest brewery to the Paradise Trails at Rainier. So there's not a brewery up at Crystal Mountain? Uh, not that I'm aware of. I would have thought there would be a brewery at Crystal Mountain. I would just thought somebody would, somebody would have done that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Packwood. Um, so you, you only, which is kind of, this is kind of interesting. So you, you're, the first book had what? 50 hikes in it, right? Yes. And this one has 52. Yes. So out of 50, that's a little more round it. I'm going to round it for, you know, bad math, but about 10% of the breweries closed between the time of the first edition and the new book. Um, which given the pandemic, that's actually so to me, surprisingly shows how strong the brewing industry is like that. They were able to a, adapt and stay open. That's sure. okay. All right. I think I asked you this question before on your other, on your urban, on your urban trails book, but put you on the spot. These are the hard questions I warned you about earlier. Yeah. All right. I'm going to ask you the question three different times, because I'm going to ask you about it for British Columbia, for Washington and Oregon. Okay. So we're going to actually break my rule of Oregon on the show today. Oh, all right. Here we go. All right. Your least favorite hike in each state that you've put in the book for you personally, these are, this is not an indictment about the, the hike or the view, like for you. Yeah. yeah, I could, I could leave that one off. All right. That is a hard question, but I will answer it. Um, let me browse my uh, list here because, you know, like we were talking about earlier, it has been a long time. Right. And uh, some of these trails I haven't been to since 2016. So I'll give you the next question, which is the exact opposite. Your favorite of each three. Right. You know, so you can, you can, you can answer all six questions. However, they come to your brain. It's okay. This is the whole podcast right here. <laughs> Pretty much. Yes. And we're now going to, Brandon's going to talk about hiking. Favorites and least favorites. Okay. Yes. So let's start with uh, BC and work our way south. Okay. That, good? that works. All right. Um, let's start with least favorite. So this one's kind of a, uh, cheating a little bit because I, I'm not sure I consider this a, a hike, but <laughs> <laughs> so there's a hike in here called Iona Jetty. It's on uh, page 202. If anybody's interested in that. All right. Um, and it actually is pretty interesting if you're into like birding um, or actually watching like the planes come and go because this trail is near the Vancouver airport. Okay. Um, I think we mostly included it because we really wanted to feature this brewery, Bubbles and Warlock. And there wasn't a lot of hiking nearby. This is in like kind of a Richmond area of BC. Right. Um, it's more of an urban walk or an urban hike than like a, a hike hike. Yep. It's flat. It's uh, 
straight. There's there's not a lot of variation. Um, so to me, it's just kind of a walk. But fair, okay. Um, but it's you know, if you want to get out and stretch your legs. I mean, um, Fuggles and Warlock. I mean, you got, I I kind of I kind of understand your rationalization. You got to get that name in there. It's just kind of fun to say it, isn't it? It is fun to say, and that place is uh, incredible. I mean, they. Um, they're kind of, uh, uh, how do I say this in a nice way? <laughs> they appeal to uh, like the geek, the nerd crowd a bit with. Um, well, may I, may I just read the description that you guys have? Cause I think it's. Oh yeah. It Cause I'm going to fumble through it. So if you yeah. want to read it, please. All right. So this is straight from the book. Do I have to license this with you? I'm just curious. Absolutely not. Vogels and Warlock. Okay, that's the headline. Fuggles and Warlock Craftworks wants the geek in each of us to pull up a stool, enjoy a pint pulled by a lightsaber tap, and face off in an old-school video game battle. It's all about keeping beer weird. I think from there, that's just kind of, that sums it up pretty cool. Lightsaber taps, that's interesting. Old-school video games, I'm all for that. I'll tell you, I'll be honest with you, Strawberry Wit doesn't, I don't know. That doesn't sound like something I would try. Um, but you liked it. I liked it. Yeah, I I think they have really great beer. It's it's um, interesting and kind of inventive and experimental. So I like what they're doing with their beer, and and also the anime and video game themes are a lot of fun. Cool. All right. All right. Well, let's uh let's let's uh, talk trash about Washington State. Uh, least least favorite Washington hike. In your opinion, once again, this is Boy, your opinion. So Washington is like half the book. Um, yeah. we, we have a lot of Washington in here. Um, so give me a second to, <laughs> to think about this one. Whose um, favorite Washington hike? I, that's probably a horrible way of phrasing it, but you know. Okay. This one is not really my least favorite hike. It's an incredible hike, but... There's a story. Okay. That's cool. Stories are good. Uh, Green Mountain, which we have on page 112. Okay. This is a really uh, amazing hike that's seasonal in the summer and early fall. And gets you up to uh, views of Glacier Peak. It's pretty challenging. It's one of the harder hikes in the book. Um, Okay. At uh, what do we have? 8.4 miles round trip with 3,300 feet of elevation gain. Um, when I uh, when we did this hike for uh, for the book, it was. Have you heard of uh, Summer Meltdown, the, the festival? It's a music festival. I haven't. Okay, it's a music festival that they have each year in uh, Darrington. Okay. And um, I had never been to it before. I didn't really know what to expect. But uh, sometimes being a travel writer, you get free tickets to things. And so we went. And uh, it turned out that this is one of those, like, (laughs) more like electronic music type of things. And there were a lot of drugs. And and nobody was sleeping. Like, I was up all night. not partaking necessarily, but you know, you can't sleep in a place like this. No, so. no, you can't. Uh, I went anyways. to Grateful Dead shows. I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So 
didn't get any sleep that night, feeling pretty rough the next morning. And our plan was, oh, we're going to go hike Green Mountain. <laughs> One of the hardest hikes. <laughs> what could go wrong? Feeling pretty rough that day. It turned out to be like, you know, it was like in the 80s too. It was really hot and there were like biting flies and just one of the worst like uh, days to go on a hike in terms of the conditions and how we were feeling. Right. But we did it and the views were incredible and I don't regret it, but uh, it was just, it was a slog, man. Like I did not want to be there. (laughs) All right. And Scottish ale at the end from river time. Yes. Okay. What were your thoughts on that one? On, on their Scottish oh, ale? A Scottish ale. It has been years since I've had that beer. But um, the funny thing about that is it's called Life Changer Scottish Ale. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it changed my life, but <laughs> I think we made a joke about that in here somewhere. Um, so you're, you're, are you trying to say there's not truth in advertising on this one? Come on. <laughs> it's a good beer. You know, um, that's a fun little uh, brewery that they have out there. That building has been all kinds of things over the years. It's like a fire station. Uh, what else does it say here? Police station, library, dance hall. Um, so it's a fun location. And if you're out in Darrington, like that's where you're going to go for a beer. There's- all right. So I have to ask you, so I, I want some clarity here. That there, you, there's a confusing part of this description here. Now you can kick back and enjoy a beer at an appropriate pace. Yeah. What is an appropriate pace for drinking beer? So that is another little inside joke thing, because I believe that is like their slogan at a river time, beer at an appropriate pace. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. All right. All right. All right. Let's so, ask them. <laughs> yeah, we'll ask them. All right. So now the dreaded Oregon. <clears throat> dun, dun, okay. dun. All right. And these least favorite questions are tough. Um, yeah, but look how easy the favorite ones are going to be, comparatively speaking. All right. Let's talk about Oregon. Do we have to? No, just kidding. Yes, I asked the question. <laughs> you did ask the question. I asked the question. <laughs> um. All right. This is another one that was like, it was a nice trail, but the day I was there, the conditions that we hiked it in was for me. Okay. Uh, And that's completely fair. uh, Oak Ridge, North Fork Trail. What page? 52. What? 52? Uh, 62. 62. Got it. So this is a nice like um, river walk. Really easy, mostly flat trail, and uh, pretty short, I think. It's only a couple of miles. Well, I guess it's up to six miles, but we didn't go that far. Okay. Uh, we were out there um, hoping to do some, like, bigger hikes, but the weather wasn't great. And I, like, I got sick on this research trip and was just feeling awful, like, it's um, called a hangover. No, it was not a hangover. <laughs> it was like, I think it was strep throat or something. I could barely oh, Okay. Yeah, it was real, real rough. So um, we were going to go on like a bigger hike that day, but we had to really 
scale things back and just do like a couple miles on this trail. And uh, so that one for me was not a favorite because I was not feeling well, but uh, it is a a nice trail. Um, Again, it's another kind of, like I said, with BC, it's like not a a hike hike. It's more of a a stroll or a walk, but but it's still a nice nature walk along the water. If you're, if you're down in that area, it's worth checking out. Now I gotta say though, I mean the beer sounds pretty cool. Three-legged crane, brace griddle. What the heck is brace griddle? Brace griddle. Brace griddle. This is one of the breweries that we actually updated uh, for the new edition. Okay. Because um, there was a brewery there called um, uh, Brewers Union Local One Eighty. Okay. And. Uh, the proprietor of that brewery, Ted Sobel, um, passed away in recent years. And so the brewery, I believe, uh, went up for sale or, or it changed hands mm-hmm. and changed names. So it's the same location, um, but it's a new, new ownership, new ownership, uh, new name, different, different business. Okay. Um, and so I believe they changed the names of, of the beers as well. But what's cool about that place was uh, they were, they do like traditional uh, British cask ale. Mm-hmm. Um, with the, you know, the beer like comes out of these like casks <laughs> with like a hand pump. I'm yeah. doing the motion like people can see me when they can't. But um, yeah, so that that's pretty unique. And there aren't too many breweries like that uh, in the Northwest. So I asked you the flip side, which is your favorite. So I'm going to retract that statement. Ask, I'm going to re- reframe that statement. Each BC, Oregon, and Washington, in your opinion, today, as of today, in December 2022, this may change next week. Who knows? doesn't matter. What's the one must-see gold star recommendation you've got for each 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 of the areas of the, of the hikes you picked, what's your, like, what's the one people shouldn't miss? In each. Uh, yeah. Let's go that way. Area. Okay. And that can be so, because the beer is outstanding, that the beer made the hike worth the while, um, or it can be that the hike is awesome, the beers are fine, whatever. Like, what's the, if each location had its own signature, okay? Which yeah. one, what would you call their signature? Okay. That's a... Uh... That's challenging, but I think we can we can figure this out. So, um, looking at BC here, and BC has some great hikes. Um, and I live, you know, so close to the border that it's like it's yes. tempting to go up there. All it's the time. easier to go there than Oregon. Yeah, oh, for sure. Um, probably one of my favorite pairings in BC is going to be uh, the Sea to Summit Trail in Squamish. Okay. Uh, that's on 214. And Ooh. that one is paired with um, House Sound Brewing, which is a brewery that's been in, in Squamish for a long time. But that's a cool trail because, uh, well, there's, you're going to like this, Scott, because you don't actually have to hike this trail to get to the top. Okay, because I'm like, there's a 3,000 elevation gain on this trail. I had going. <laughs> no. So 
So there's two ways to get up there, okay? Okay. okay. <laughs> you, can, you can do the 3,000-foot hike, or you can take a gondola to the top. Oh. I'm not a big fan of that either, to be oh, okay. honest with you. All right, all right. I, I, okay, wait. So tell me, is the beer worth it? Well, the beer's not at the top. That's the thing, is the beer is down in the town of Squamish. Uh, it's a hard sell for me. I don't know. You can you can get their beer up at the top, but but the brewery itself is in town. Okay. Um, but but okay, so at the top there's like a mountain lodge, right? Uh-huh. And, and they have uh, a re- or like a cafe, and you can you can get a beer up there. It's it's absolutely stunning. You're looking out over uh-huh. the mountains and House Sound, and uh, in the picture in the book is that. Uh, suspension bridge that you yeah can that's why i was the first one i flipped to i was like oh hey okay so so you can you can either do the hike or take the gondola up uh, i'm assuming you're taking the gondola but i'm i'm gonna do the hike right so <laughs> <laughs> i would only take the gondola for safety reasons <laughs> my safety <laughs> it's a hard hike i mean okay. it it kicked my ass, but I, uh, I hope to do it again soon. Um, so it, wait a second. Let me, let me, let me, let me set the stage here. So I'm reading this and it says duration of the hike, three to five hours, uh-huh. 4.6 miles. Elevation gained 3,012 feet. Yeah. In four, four and a half miles or how many kilometers that works out. Yeah. Because that's, that's one brutal. way. That is one way mileage. Normally, the the um, mileage is listed round trip in our book, but in this case, you actually you don't hike down this trail. You you only hike up it because you take the, the gondola down. So, it's seven point four kilometers. How long did this take you? I'm cheating. It's right there in the book. Three to five hours. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> I don't well, remember. I well mean, played. <laughs> um, I do remember that we were not well prepared for how hard this hike was going to be and did not come with enough uh, snacks, like food. And mm-hmm. I, I had water, but we got really hungry on the trail because we were thinking, oh, we'll just, you know, hike up to the top and have lunch. They have a cafe up there. No big problem. Or no big deal. But like halfway up the trail, I'm like, man, I'm like, I need some food, <laughs> you know? Do they deliver? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. no. Um, and like, there are parts of this trail that are so steep that there are like ropes and chains that you use to like haul yourself up the trail. Uh, it's a bit of a climb in, in sections or a scramble. Um, so you're really using your, like your full body uh, on this, on this and if you're, if you're into that and I, I, and I'm not in the condition to be into that, like at this point that would, that would kill me, but that's cool. I mean, I mean, I think this sounds like a cool hike. I mean, I, I, I yeah. yeah. All right. And the beer, how was the beer? Was the beer worth the effort? Uh, I, I love how sound. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's so like I was saying before, you can, once you get to the top, you can, you know, sit down and have a beer up there. At an appropriate um, pace? 
<laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> um, but like, you're just so happy to be up there and uh, that you don't have to go back down the trail that you're taking the gondola down. They actually right. don't recommend hiking down it because it's so steep. Um, but yeah, so we, we took, or we hiked up, we took the gondola down and went to this brewery back in town. Um, and it's a really cool like brewery that's been there for a long time. They have a hotel upstairs. So if you have one too many beers, you can just spend the night. Okay. Um, kind of a bed and brew uh, <laughs> situation. Okay. And I, I like their beer, you know, okay. they're, they're just one of those classic uh, BC breweries. It's been around for a long time. And so All right. Been, uh, some good stuff. So what about in Oregon? Okay. What's the the signature Oregon one for you? Hmm. Well, I think the obvious one is uh, actually the first hike in the book, which is Cape Kiwanda. Oh, yeah, Um, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But but actually, because it does, you've got Haystack Rock. I mean, that's kind of Oregon. That's iconic Oregon to me. So like this one's cool. It's it's not very much of a hike. You hike up on this big sand dune. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I like about this hike is you park once and you walk from the brewery uh, parking lot up this big sand dune and you have nice views. You can you know you can extend it, walk along the beach, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you just walk back, you go to the brewery, you're tracking sand into the brewery with you. Uh, Pelican Brewing is right on the beach there on the Oregon coast. And it's okay. the trailhead for this uh, trail. Okay. So most of the trails in our book, you know, there's a little bit of driving in between or whatever. Um, this one's cool because you start at the brewery and you end at the brewery. Okay. All right. Well, now it's the Washington. Did I convince you to go to Oregon, Scott? <laughs> you know, I I, no. I I joke about Oregon. I actually, I, Oregon's a really cool place. <clears throat> yeah. This, this episode's brought to you by the Oregon Tourism Board. Thank you for visiting Oregon. Um, <laughs> no, I, I do like Oregon. I just, somehow I started, mainly because I got set in such trouble early on in the podcast. I said something off, off the cuff about Spokane and I actually literally had people emailing me about how awful I was for picking on Spokane. So I'm like, really? I just said it was cool. It wasn't cool when I was a kid and that wasn't okay. So I started picking on Oregon and figured if, if Oregon cancels me, I can probably keep doing the show. Well, there you go. Yeah. Just pick on everyone equally and you'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So we're looking at Washington, Washington. Yeah. This is really hard for me. Um, because I love so many of these uh, pairings. I might have to go local. I figured uh, as much. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I'm curious, though. Which, which, okay, local, what's it going to be? Um, well, we've got uh, Winchester Mountain in here, which... Honestly, we, we've almost taken that trail out of the book a couple times because um, it is such a special place that I don't really want to promote it anymore. 
Uh, but yet you're going to talk about it now? But Well, so I kind of have to mention that one. Okay. If I'm being honest. Uh, that, so, okay. I, I've, I've opened the can of worms now. I have to talk about it. So, so that one's on page uh, 180. Maybe we can do two for Washington because there's so many in Washington. All right. All right. All right. So I'll start with this. Um, those are the Twin Lakes in the photo there. Mm -hmm. uh, and you can drive up to that. There's a trailhead in between those two lakes. Okay. So you can park there. You can um, camp there. It's a very rough, extremely rough road to get up to that point. Okay. Um, if you've heard of uh, Yellow Aster Butte before, that's one of our popular trails around yep. here. So beyond Yellow Aster Butte, if you keep going on that road, you, you eventually end up at Twin Lakes. But the road's unmaintained. You need high clearance. You need um, four-wheel drive. It's a really rough ride getting up there. But, uh, you know, if you start out at, I don't know, over 5,000 feet, and uh, it's just stunning up there. Yeah. So this Winchester Mountain is a cool hike because you're already up so high that uh, the, the trail is pretty relatively short and not too difficult, but it gets okay. you up to this uh, um, historic fire lookout with like 360 degree views yeah. of the North Cascades. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Okay. Um, the beer pairing on that one? Beer pairing on that one is the North Fork Brewery um, on Mount Baker Highway. Okay. And that's a, that's a natural pairing because it's the only brewery out there, but it also happens to be a really good brewery. Um, okay. they, they've been around again like for, I don't know, a long time. Um, I used to know the number of years, but anyways. Uh, yeah, they do some really fun beer, and then they also have um, pizza that they make there. Super okay. good. Okay. Um, but they do, like, not only, like, their core line of beers, but they do some fun sours and um, really funky stuff out there. All right. You, you were going to give a second one in Washington. What's that? Okay. I should have prepared this in advance. Nah, you, I, I would never tell you what the questions are. But you like to put people on the spot. I so. kind of like asking the questions that are, I don't try for them to be hard. You know, I'm not, not in a hard, like show your work sweating at the chalkboard type of hard, but more, more like thought provoking. Yeah. Thought provoking. That's, that's a po more polite way. Um, let's see. So uh, let's go with, let's talk about um, icicle Ridge out in Ledmore. That's a cool one. Okay. It's going to be on page 120, and this hike is, uh, again, not super long. It's like five miles round trip, mm -hmm. but it gets up and goes. <laughs> right. Uh, it's It still gains like almost 2,000 feet in that amount of trail. Um, has nice views over the town of Leavenworth, and it's like right maybe 10, 15 minutes out of town to the trailhead, so really accessible. Um, unless you go there during Oktoberfest or Christmas for the Christmas leg and then you're walking into town from the trailhead right yes that is that is true um, but uh, Icicle Brewing 
you can actually like from the top of Icicle Ridge, you're like looking out over Leavenworth. So if you had binoculars, binoculars, you could probably see the brewery from from the right. top of this hike. Right. Um, and they have this cool beer, the Dark Persuasion. It's like a German chocolate cake ale. It is really, really tasty. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, well, they're. So. I mean, Wenatchee. They're. That's a well-known. Icicle's really well known here. So. Oh yeah, that's right. Wenatchee. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're not too far. Right. All right. So I got some other questions for you now. Sure. You mentioned pizza, but all along here, I I know that you didn't just go for a hike or a climb and go drink beer. You had to you had to eat food too. Most of these places have pretty good food. Um I mean yeah, elite, so like, pub grub. Yeah, like you're talking about the breweries. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, generally uh, the breweries serve, you know, food. Either they'll have some kind of pub grub or sometimes they'll have food trucks on site. Okay. Um, it really varies uh, by brewery, but, you know, some of them are more food focused than others. Like the North Fork is all about pizza up there. Okay. Any, any memorable food? from any you know you can go bc washington oregon doesn't have to be one from each but just any and and that's not what the book's about but it just like was there any memorable like oh yeah that was that was a pleasant surprise or like north fork you say their pizza in which i've heard other people talk about their pizzas so that's that might be your answer yeah i mean that one people go there just for the pizza (laughs) yeah i've heard that from other people too (laughs) okay so there's that um Let's see. I think uh, Frame down in uh, Hood River, Oregon, had some really nice food as well. I can't remember what I had there. It's been so many years, but like, <laughs> but they um, they had like an interesting menu at the time. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's it's tricky. Like when you've been when you've been to so many breweries and like most of this was done like several years ago. Right. Mm-hmm. Remember, I don't remember like what I had for breakfast this morning. So <laughs> remembering a meal from well, there's, there goes one of my questions for the rest of the show. <laughs> Darn it. Okay. So if I, if I come up with an answer to that, I'll let you know. But, there you go. Yeah. Do you have, so who's the book for like who, like who's that avatar? Who'd you write the book for? Yeah, um, I think initially it was, you know, when we first had the idea, when we, we were standing in the bookstore, it was like, well, we want a book like that, you know? <laughs> this book okay. that. So it was like kind of for us, but, but it's also for people um, like us who really enjoy going on hikes and going to breweries afterwards. Um, (laughs) Okay. Maybe it was a little bit of like a selfish (laughs) indulgence, but maybe, okay. But that's the most honest answer. Maybe it is. Maybe it's a completely self-serving book. Yeah. But you got a publisher to pick it up. You're on your second edition. That's obviously been a market for this book. 
Oh yeah. Bartell drugs. Just kidding. You know, you don't go back and update a book that didn't sell. It's sold and it's sold and it's still selling. Yeah. That's awesome. Good for you. Yeah. That's, that's, that's really, really cool. Do you have any thoughts of another book in the future? I am always careful how I answer this question. Um, the short answer is no. Okay. The longer answer is I'm open to possibilities. Okay. Um, but right now, I don't. I don't have anything really in the works at the moment. Um, but there have been. There has been some talk about like kind of some spinoff type of uh, projects. The publisher asked us if we wanted to do um, like a, <laughs> a wine hiking book, and no. No. I don't think that'll happen uh, because I don't know wine, and I'm not that interested in wine in the same way that I am beer. Okay, I mean, but, you could do you could do cider too in Washington. You know, in oh, Washington, yeah. Oregon, and British Columbia. Frankly, all all three have great ciders. Yeah, cider. Um, you know, and then there's spirits as well. We have a lot of distilleries uh, around here. So they do another series. It's like um, whiskey walks. They have a whiskey walks Scotland book. That's going to be coming out, you know, that's cool. I mean, that's, that's, Uh, that'd be cool. So I don't know. We'll see what comes along, but right now I'm just uh, really enjoying having this back out on the shelves and. Okay. Yep. So last time we talked, you were in Bellingham. You're still in Bellingham. So let's yes. let, let's talk about Bellingham for a couple minutes. Sure. As you know, I'm a huge coffee fan. So got any coffee recommendations for me in Bellingham these days? Anything new and exciting in Bellingham I need to know about? Yeah. Um, well, when was the last time you were in Bellingham? Uh, I haven't there. been to Bellingham in a, four years. Or years, okay. Yeah. So, but I mean, like, was it Black Drop? Was it Black, Black Drop was Black, here? Yeah. That closed. That that made me cry. I, okay. I love that place. Did you ever go to Camber? I went to Camber. Okay. I'm more of a Black Black Drop guy. Gotcha. Um, that being said, nothing. No disrespect to Camber. Camber's, I mean, voted one of the best coffee shops in America. It's, it's an experience. Yeah. I had a great experience there. But when somebody who doesn't know me and I've never been in your coffee shop before and they're not even they're So you, you've been in black drop before, right? Yes. Oh yeah. Okay, so I walked in and you know how the, the espresso machine, the barista's back is to you so that they don't see you. Right. Okay. Uh-huh. So I walk up to the counter and I'm talking to the, 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 the woman who's taking my order. And I say, what is, What's in the Bellinghamster? Because that was the coffee of the day, Bellinghamster. And the barista, without even looking, goes, well, tiny little hamsters, of course. <laughs> I found my home. I just, just done. Yep. Coolest coffee shop in Washington State. That's it right there. And it broke my heart to hear that they closed. I loved that. She was just, I started cracking up. I, really good coffee too. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. They were great. I 
I was sad to see Black Drop go. Um, yeah, I mean, Camber's, don't get me wrong, Camber's, but Camber's this, Camber's an experience. Yeah. And yeah, I'm more of a, <laughs> I'm more of a, let's just grab some, I, I love coffee. I mean, I'll take the coffee experience all day long. Don't get me wrong. But I also just love grabbing a cup of coffee, reading a, looking at my phone for a few minutes or reading a newspaper in the shop, watching people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, sure. So what else is going on? So besides Camber and no more black drop, what, what else is going on in Bellingham? All right. So uh, this won't surprise you that I'm going to bring this back to beer, but it does also involve coffee. Uh, there's a new coffee and beer place called Rome. Okay. Uh, it's R-O-A-M. And okay. it's uh, it's actually the second location of Wander Brewing, which is one of our local breweries here. Okay. They um, renovated a space that used to be like a butcher shop and it has a, a drive-through now. And like you can, you can do drive-through coffee. You can go inside and sit down and have coffee um, or beer and beer. Okay. Uh, so the cool thing about it is like they're open all day um you know morning until i don't know 9 p.m or so all right and you can get coffee all day i don't know when they start serving beer but <laughs> but they kind of blend you know okay. three hours cool. and coffee hours and okay um Would and like they're that. using uh local coffee from there's a new brand called forecast coffee uh, okay. here in bellingham i've not tried that I believe it's kind of under the Tony's umbrella. Okay. Uh, I think they roast it out at Tony's facility here, um, but it's like a more sustainable source brand okay. or something along those lines. I'm not a big coffee uh, snob, so don't quote me on that. No, no, no. You, you said Tony's and I didn't laugh at you. So I, was I actually like Tony's coffee. <laughs> oh, Tony's, no. co Tony's no, coffee is, Tony's is great drinkable coffee, man. It's okay. just, it really is, I'm just teasing you. I, I will drink. Well, I mean, I seriously will drink coffee at Denny's. So it's, it's not, I, you know, I can go to Denny's and have coffee or go to Camber and have coffee and I'm perfectly happy either place for yeah. completely different reasons. Okay. Well, now, uh, you're not a coffee guy, but have you been to narrative? That's new uh, up there. narrative. Yes. Well, I know where it is. It's by, um, again, a beer place. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm catching myself here. Um, yeah, it's uh, attached to Elizabeth Station, which is a, a local bottle shop. Okay. Narrative is a guy out of Everett. Uh -huh. and I have not been to to Narrative in Bellingham, but I've been to Narrative in Everett. And it's Narrative is another one of those uh, great destination coffee shops. Not so much like Camber, not like that. But Narrative gets, they bring in like kind of like breweries that bring in rotating taps. You know, yeah. they yeah. bring in rotating coffee roasters. Oh, and so cool. they do a really nice job of showcasing interesting coffee roasters doing cool things with coffee. So I would encourage you to check out narrative um, just from that aspect of it. Yeah. They do okay. a nice job. I mean, I can walk there from my, my place. It's yeah. in my neighborhood. So I should okay. check it so, out. Very specific questions now. Best okay. tacos in Bellingham. Um, don't say you don't like tacos because this this interview is oh no everybody likes, longer. everybody likes tacos it's just yeah. you know 
the best, the worst, those are always hard, right? Um, I probably would say, I mean, Black Sheep is like the most popular place everybody goes for tacos. Um, uh, they're very good. I will say that. Yeah. So you've been there. You've been I've to been Black to Black Sheep, Sheep yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was, yeah. Same day I went to Camber. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, they're right next to Yeah, it was Camber, Black Drop, all the same day. It was great. It was glorious. Yeah, that's great. Um, I used to be like, like before Black, or, um, Black Sheep, they were in a different space on that street, actually closer to Camber, uh, but they moved into that larger space that they're in now. And when they were first starting out um, in a smaller space, I really loved going there. It wasn't as like popular as it is now. And, okay. and often there's a wait and it's just, uh, it, it got really big and, and for good reason. I mean, right. their food's great. Yeah, but, but I don't like to wait for tacos. But you're most likely going to be waiting. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I like, I kind of, I mean, to me, tacos kind of like, like once again, I, if I'll drink Denny's coffee and I'll go to, I want quick tacos too, you know? Okay. So we'll go with black sheep because that's a safe answer. Um, Best burger in town right now. What's going on for hamburgers in, in Bellingham? Burgers. Okay. Well, you're asking the vegetarians. So, <laughs> oh, that was going to be my next question. So let's skip the burgers. I don't want to put you on the spot. So, uh, vegetarian food, what? Because I am, I am, I have nothing against it, but I'm not, a, I don't frequent a lot of vegetarian places unless they're highly recommended to me. So, how about vegetarian food? What's, what's going on in vegetarian food? Yeah. Um, there are a couple of places that I like to go that don't necessarily like, uh, advertise that they're vegetarian but they just happen to have like a very like veggie friendly menu sure, sure. um one of them of course is a brewery <laughs> 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 i swear like they're not all going to be breweries but this one yeah they are come on um yes they are <laughs> <laughs> i mean i don't i don't go anywhere else you know this is right. my life <laughs> that's why you're on the show hiking yeah, in yeah. beer come on yeah Hey, that's how you know I've, I've uh, actually been to all these places. <laughs> but um, so Otherland's Beer in Bellingham. Okay. They make incredible beer and they also make incredible food. Okay. Um, a lot of it is like uh, European inspired um, beer and food. Okay. So you're going to see like latkes and pierogies on the menu. Nothing wrong with that. And you're going to see like they have a Reuben, but it's a beet Reuben, um, which hey, sounds kind of weird, but no. it's no. actually good. No, it's good. No, be no beets. No. No, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think I liked beets either until no. I tried this. <sighs> I would if if I came up to Bellingham and you took me there, I would. I would try it. Yeah, yeah. I would. I'd be it. honest with you. I'd try it, but I don't like beets, man. Okay. All okay. Right. Well, so they also do a really great uh, brunch. So you could go there for breakfast, and uh, and you know you get coffee, you can have a nice brunch. Okay. Um. Right. Let's see. What's another one that's not a brewery? Uh, <laughs> it's okay that they're breweries, man. Don't feel bad. I love it actually. I think it's, I think what I think is really cool is, um, that, um, breweries are serving good food. 
I, I think that is, um, I think it's, I think it's awesome. I like the pairing, you know, just like coffee shops that have good food, distilleries that have good food, wineries that have good food. I like the idea of pairing these things together and having, you know, a more well-rounded experience. So you do right. not need to apologize for going to breweries. Yeah. Well, and yeah. it makes, um, I guess it makes breweries or wineries, all these types of places a bit more inclusive because, um, even if you're not really into beer, you can still go there and have a meal right. and, and you can go with your friends who are really into beer and you can still have a good time. I also think, you know, being over here in Wenatchee, a lot of cider places and a lot of wineries and, uh, I think some of them miss the mark. I'm not talking about any specific place, but if it's a winery and they don't have, okay. So my wife likes wine. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't appreciate wine. So if I go to a winery and my beer choice is Bud Light, not really happy to stay there. Right. And so, we might, my wife might buy more, far more wine if husband is happy and stays there. Conversely, oh, yeah. if we go to a brewery and they don't, and, and it's box wine, husband's not going to spend a lot of money because wife wants to leave. <laughs> I think it, it's not that they have, I think they should be, look, you do what you're good at, but then find somebody else who's doing good at other things and get your beer at the winery, get their wine at your brewery. Oh yeah. Get, get a cider, get, get a couple of ciders that offer so that you appeal to, at least it's passable, you right. know, cause you know, it's like, it's and like coffee shop should probably have tea because for the three people in the state of Washington, that drink tea. But should they have decaf? That's the real question. Only if it's good. <laughs> If it's good decaf, and I'm a death before decaf type of person, but there are good decafs out there. Actually, there right. really are. Yeah. And in pro part of the problem with decaf, though, is that they don't prepare it right because they don't sell enough of it to prepare it right. So it's really bad. Uh, should it be but, prepared differently from? Well, it should just be fresh. It shouldn't be. Yeah, you know, yeah. the, you shouldn't be like, oh, we have decaf from yesterday. Would you like some? We can uh, microwave yeah. it for you. Yeah, totally. No one wants that. Nobody, you know, nobody wants any of that stuff. All right. So two questions to wrap this up. Actually, yeah, three questions. Two question number one. What didn't I ask you that I should have? I'm gonna throw that back a little bit. You did ask me a question, but I didn't fully answer it. Okay. Um about uh like vegetarian food and Bellingham. Yeah. So I wanted to give you one more example. Please do. <clears throat> Again, this place is not fully vegetarian, but they happen to have some good veggie options. Uh, so anyways, there's a place in town called Banter Hospitality, and they actually have two locations in town. Um, their after hours location, which is more of a cocktail bar with like small plates. And um, they have amazing like uh, cauliflower, it's just the seasoning and the, the way that they prepare it is, is quite. So you have to, okay. Just the way you said 
amazing. And then you cauliflower, but like, how are they, how are they presenting the cauliflower? Cause cauliflower yeah. is such a versatile vegetable. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's like, it's like kind of a spicy and oily type of um, uh, coating on it. Okay. I'm not sure exactly what they're using, but it's like, it's like crack. It's like crack. Okay. Cool. <laughs> uh, you just have to try it. Um, Could you, could like, you imagine selling that to parents? Get your kids to eat cauliflower. It's like crack. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So they have some fun like veggie appetizers. They do uh, shishito peppers as well. And um, they were doing like a, a meze type platters that came out with like a bunch of different veggies and like um, dips and that sort of thing. Okay. So that was kind of fun. Um, but I just love their, uh, their happy hour. They had some really nice like drink specials. You can get a old fashioned down there for a reasonable price. And they, have, they also have some fun, like inventive. Um, okay. Cocktails. I'm not going to open up the distiller, the spirits conversation with you. No, We'd no, that's here. a whole other, yeah, that's a whole other conversation. We, and I would love to do that, but not right now. Okay. Where can people find out more about you? Where are you online? Okay, that's an easy one. So the website is beersatthebottom.com. Uh, and then on Instagram, uh, pretty much all social media as beers at the bottom. Um, yeah, okay. find me there. So, so that was the only easy question you got today because the next one is simple. This is a very simple question. And I want you to answer it honestly with great thought. Okay. Cake or pie and why? Oh, cake or pie and why? Um, so I'm not a big like cake person okay. with the exception of ice cream cake. I like <laughs> ice cream cake. <laughs> okay. All right. And like that... So that is nostalgic for me because uh, I used to get that like as a kid on birthdays, you know, we'd get like the ice cream cake. Right, right. Okay. So that's I think I have to go with ice cream cake. All right. There's no wrong answer to that question. <laughs> you know, it, it's so fun to ask that question. People are like listening and it's an, it, people have a hard time answering that one, man. It's, oh, yeah. it's kind of yeah. fun to ask. It's, yeah. you know, I'm sure the answers are all over the place. Oh, they, they are. And, uh, but it's, uh, it's all good. It's all good. So, well, Brandon, thanks again for being here today. This was a lot of fun for me. I can honestly say I probably am not going to take any of your hikes. I did do, I did out of your urban hiking book though. I did do the apple, the apple loop in Wenatchee. So. Oh, I did, nice. I did yeah. do that. Yeah. That's um, a nice little, uh, little... I, one of these days in all seriousness, I do want to do saddle rock. I, I can't live here and not do that, but, um, but just, I don't think I'm taking the, I don't think I'm going up to BC <laughs> anything with ropes and chains or a gondola. Just maybe I'll ask you to bring me a beer. I'll meet you at the bottom. And we'll go have a beer. I I, I don't know. Uh, that's, well, you know, there's the, uh, there's the jetty in Richmond and then you go to Fuggles afterwards. So that's a nice, easy. Uh, yeah. And the video game thing actually sounds kind of fun. Yeah. That place is cool. So. All, right. All right, guy. Thanks so much for being here. All right. Thanks, Scott. Hope you enjoyed the show. You can reach me on Twitter at ExploreWaState. I'd love to hear your comments. You can also visit our website at ExploreWashingtonState.com. If you know anyone who would like the show, 
It'd be amazing if you'd share the show with them. This is the biggest way that we grow this show. Good old word of mouth. Glad you were here with me today, and I hope to have you listening to the next episode. See you then.